welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, we are unveiling the 2018 calendar contest winners. Uh, Bill Stiegel will be joining us uh, briefly. Um, and uh, wow. Some uh, some awesome snakes in this uh, in this group of um, uh, Moralia that we got. But I think next mm-hmm. year, Owen, I don't know what you think, but I really think that we're going to have to really just focus on Moralia to a certain extent. Okay. And what I mean by okay. that is is that we got scrubs and bolins in their own category, and do we still keep them in there? Do we keep them in et cetera? <laughs> it's uh it's one of those things but we've never had imbricata in the calendar no we've never had imbricata. you know my feeling on that and i do i do like the fact that it's like a lot of uh you know natural uh, uh subspecies and not a whole lot of morphs and that's kind of cool to see that highlighted that that people are are you know pushing those type of things but at the uh-huh. same time uh, I think that that kind of gets left out and I'd like to see a little more of that. And then like, I'd also like to see like maybe like a locality Chondro and then like a designer Chondro type of deal, like two, two kind of thing. You know, I don't know. These are just ideas that I was thinking about, <laughs> but uh, you know, so, we'll get, um, we'll get hate either way. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, first off, for those of you who are listening who are Bullens and Scrub people, please direct all your angry letters to <laughs> Eric at uh, Um But no, I, I totally understand. I totally get it and actually agree with you. It's like if this is the Morelia Python radio calendar, we should really have Morelia Pythons on here. Sorry, yeah. guys, but, you know, those, your animals are not – Morelia anymore. <laughs> it's like, it's, Go ahead, say it. <laughs> Pull the bandaid off. Like, they're they're not Morelia anymore. They're Simolina. So yeah, you know, having Bolins and Scrubs would be awesome, and of course, but it, do they? They should really should, should be in the Morelia, etc. So yeah. you know, and also we get so many really good looking Condros. So many. That yeah. it is a shame to not have them split up from wild to designers. Yeah, I mean, you could have yeah, a bunch. I, I don't know about you, but I was torn between. I was. There was there was a bunch of like normal looking chondros. Yeah, but, you know, like I I don't know if they're locality or not, but then there was like that that blue one that Ian put in. You know, yeah. uh, it's like I know there was, uh, there was a little baby. Yellow, like uh, it looked. It was a yellow one that was just kind of turning green. It was really close up on the face with some white on it. Um, and uh, I think Evan uh, Browder put that in, and that was uh, one that was tempting. So, oh, you're talking yeah, about uh, the Beak, right? Negan, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, yeah, Negan, yeah, or whatever cool shot. Named it. Yeah, that that that's a great shot, and it's like there's there's obviously a ton of room for this stuff. So, and I loved the uh, categories that we had this year with certain animals. Uh, Inlands, I think had a great, great showing this year. 
and that's just because of Tim. I mean, and that's just nuts. Um, Diamonds had a great showing this year. Um, yeah. it, it would be – Breadlight had an excellent showing this year. So a lot of these side things in Morelia are definitely picking up speed when it comes to development and color and morph, and I would love to see that further in. Obviously, in Bricada, we'd have to appeal to you know our friends over in Australia – that's not a problem. Um, it is not a problem. I'm pretty sure they would be happy to accommodate us with yeah. either wild shots or ones in their collection. So, you know, there are a lot of options. And, of course, always, et cetera, was like pulling goddamn teeth. There were too many good things. And Ooh. I think, there, were, you know, and it's like uh, and maybe next year the et cetera category is just a field herping category. Because how many freaking show, photos in – etc were great just reptiles in the wild yeah there was uh i know the one that i really dug a lot was uh scott borden's post the of the sinker, turtle the goddamn yeah, yeah, yeah i thought that was a cool <laughs> shot man i'm like i feel perfect well he's not wrong so it's like <laughs> i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have figured that but yeah technically yeah so. i was like man that's a cool shot i have to that's put that awesome in there shot. because you know, and then he also had timber rattlesnakes, which is my favorite rattlesnake. I just think that the the color on those things are are freaking incredible. I, um, dude, that, that death adder um, that yeah, Scotty I was just put in. Holy shit! Like a Halloween so death cool. adder. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. I mean, like, and that and, and like that's over. Like, there were Timor pythons, olive pythons, you know, white lip pythons, all that fun stuff. And then, like, I'm like. Dude, this adder and this cave-dwelling rat snake, they're badass. So, you know, there was a lot of tearing me apart trying to pick stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah, the et cetera category, just the – well, like one of my favorite shots, and this is from a thin for a long time, is the Sumatran that Lon posted up. It's just yeah. like black yellow, and that orange eye, and it's just like, dude, that is so cool. But so uh cool. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's hard. I, <laughs> I agree that we should probably do that. So we're giving all you scrub and Bowens people fair warning <laughs> that you're going to have to compete with the etc. people next year. So you're going to have to really pour the shots in. We're sorry. Um, I know that you'll probably want to hit Eric at Tinley, and I'm only going to allow one slap per person. So, you know. <laughs> As long as we raise money for U.S. Arc, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to pay a dollar. You got to if you want to hit him, you got to pay a dollar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, people can be getting back in line. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So what's up with you, man? Nothing. I'm gearing up. I mean, like, I have, uh, I, <laughs> I hatched a clutch of corn snakes, which I totally forgot were here. Um, <laughs> Wait, corn snakes? I, shut up! All right, don't hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me what think about this for a second. Okay. You hatched ha- what kind of corn snakes? Ghost. Stop it. <laughs> 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 it's important, damn it. <laughs> I uh this this one female that I have, she's a ghost corn and I bred her to one of my uh males. I I think okay. it was my snow. But uh she had her first clutch and it was all slugs. So I'm thinking we're done for the year, you know, right. that's Python thinking for a Collier Brit. So right. about two months ago, I, I start finding eggs in her drawer. Like I just, like she just starts leaving them places. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is the double clutch, you know, but they all looked horrible except for like three of them. And I'm like, whatever. I put them in the little box and I put that box on top of, you know, uh, the rack system. And I went and I did stuff, you know, whatever. So I marked down on the calendar when they were due. So we changed the, ca- uh, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm doing whatever. And I flipped the calendar over uh, yesterday night. And it says right on there, it says corn snake stew. And I'm like, what corn snake? Oh shit. And I pull the box down and I open it up and there's three baby corn snakes just running around the bin. I'm like, okay. So yeah, it was the last of the, what I thought, what I thought we, uh, we were done last, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I hatched the, uh, caramel head Xanax, it turns out we weren't, I had a couple corn snakes left. So now we're done. Now I have no more eggs. This will go no more Dominican boa. Like has babies. Litter. Oh, damn <laughs> no, damn it. Mm. I said, we're done. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going <clears> to, <throat> uh, there was a question that came in um, and we'll get I into this maybe when yeah. uh, Bill jumps on, but uh, came in from Brandon. I'm just going to read it off and then uh, we'll think about it and then hit it uh, later on after we go through the winners. But it says, Hey, Eric and Owen, not sure what the topic is tonight, but is there any chance you could bring up marketing and coming up with a name for your business? It's something I've been struggling with for some time now. Most of the really good names are already taken or Mm -hmm. were taken, but have left Mm -hmm. a bad taste in people's mouths since they Mm -hmm. were a bad business. Um, just would like uh, some more ev- uh, advice uh, and ideas on how and what. I know uh, how important it is and how important it is to do it right. Uh, thanks in advance. So I don't know. I guess I have some thoughts on that. Um, yeah. It's, you want to get it now or do you want to wait for Bill? Um, well, we can, we can sort of glance on it. For, I don't even know what Bill, what number Bill's calling in from. So I hope he just shoots me a message when uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> we, Son of a message years, over on five Facebook. Five years we've been doing. Uh, we've been doing yeah. this for five years. Okay, so everyone's uh, aware. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, it's going to be six years in uh, the end of September. How about that? Uh, don't don't talk about <laughs> it. All right. Not... Uh, so. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I kind of like, I think the first thing you got to figure out is what you're going to breed. Um, well, true. But I mean, your name is clearly your initials and what you wanted to breed. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an idea of why I did what I did. And it's kind of okay. like, it's kind of like one of those things that, um, it rolls off the tongue easy type of deal. So I figured if it's, but, but in a way it's kind of, it's kind of boring, I guess, in a way it's kind of like cliche. (laughs) You put your name and your initials and then you put what it's about. But for me, at first I was going to be EP pythons. Yes. Um, But I didn't like the way that sounded. And right. The reason that I was going to do pythons is because at the time I was like really into like doing as many python species as, as I could. Right, you didn't but, want to limit. Too. Right, and and that's sort of why I'm saying like you really have to think about what you're going to breed, and mm-hmm. then go from there. 
So a couple things come to mind for me. Um, I, I kind of looked at the ball Python world and I tried to see like, I wanted a logo that no matter where you were or you could be, I wanted something simple and I wanted something that, you know, would stand out from far across and everybody could see it. And I could put it on a, you know, in my design, you know what I mean? Like something that was simple, but got the point across. So, mm-hmm. um, I remember when Zach was first doing, um, doing the designing of my, uh, logo, he did like these, um, you remember like this heavy metal shit that was like, heavy nice... trippy kind of font. Yeah. And you were like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, and I told him, I was like, you know, Ralph, no. Davis, <laughs> Ralph Davis reptiles is something that yeah. I think about. Right. So, Right. When you saw his logo, he had like that king of ball pythons or whatever, but it was like yeah. a logo. And you saw it, you knew that that was 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 his his deal. Was him. Um, right, right. Nick, he kind of has the same same type of deal. Um, so, and like I wanted something that would roll off the uh, the tongue easy. So I thought EB, and then I thought, well, I know I'm going to do Moralia, and that's going to be my thing. So EBM. You know what I mean? So it's like EPM, yeah. NPR, that type of deal. That's that's right. how I kind of came up with, with mine. But your story is much more interesting than mine, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Dodging, um, mine, uh... <laughs> yeah, mine, mine I I didn't come up with I, I I'd been struggling with mine. And I literally had like a notebook that had all these stupid names in it. A lot of them were plays off animals that I had currently, their names, uh, the same way you were going with. It was like, you know, Owen McIntyre Morelia or something like that. Um, all this different stuff. And uh, that's when I was uh, caught or almost caught by the campus security in my college. And they sent an email and it literally said, it was during the summer months, so there weren't that many people on campus. So they just sent it to the people that they had a list of who were staying on campus. So they had a email and it sent and they sent it and it said that they had heard reports of rogue reptiles in uh, South Hall, which is where I was staying uh, for the summer. Um, and then I was like, well, there we go then. So that was it. I mean, from that moment on, it was done. So pretty much just kept calling the company rogue until I got out of college and I decided to start making it official. The problem I had is that uh, roguereptiles.com uh, was already owned by somebody who wanted me to pay somewhere around the range of $4,000 for the domain name. So I asked them if they had ever bred or were trying to breed or doing anything, and they had said no, but they were they had had several of these um, ideas and they had quickly bought all the websites and were waiting for people to come and buy them from them. So it was kind of a shit move on their part. Uh, so I told them to pound sand and then just bought the websites for rogue-reptiles.com.net and everything else. And then I just built my company up as rogue-reptiles and, uh, been doing well ever since. The only problem I have is every once in a while, somebody decides that they really like the name as well and call themselves rogue reptiles. And then they stick around for a little bit and then they tend to go away. Uh, there was a rogue reptile in Florida, which was another company that every once in a while I would get phone calls and they'd be like, Hey, 
we want these animals. I'm like, I don't breed those. And then they would go away. Right now, there's a rogue reptiles out in Las Vegas that breeds bearded dragons and leopard geckos. So you just got to know who's who. And, you know, I had the LLCs for the while, for a while, which is a way to go to make sure that nobody copies your name, but you got to pay taxes and all this other ridiculous stuff with it. So my suggestion is if you have a name, go out there and make it, go, go, go do it. And then if you're worried about the reputation for a company that is gone, that that's it's not going to last too much longer as people figure out that you're not them and that you're better than them. So, yeah, like right now, it, people have asked me if I'm upset or worried or pissed about a, another company using rogue reptiles out in Las Vegas. And I would tell you no, because you're not going to go and call me for geckos and bearded dragons. And you're not going to go call them for carpet pythons and everything else. So whatever, I don't care. And who's <laughs> to say that, Who's to say they're going to be here next year? Who's to say I'm going to be here next year? So, you know. Easy. A, A, <laughs> A, you know. So just think, you know, think it, it, it shouldn't be something you should really rack your head about. And don't worry about it. It can just be your name. I mean, Reading Reptile Breeders is, that's Howard's thing. And a lot of people don't realize it, but Jason Balin's company is not Jason Balin. It's uh, East Coast Serpent. No one yeah. freaking uses it. It's like, you know, that's just what it is. Everybody just knows Jason. So yeah. there's a lot of different things. And, you know, you can you can do something funny. Like Amanda's company is Ugly Snake Industries because she thought it was funny. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff you can do. And there's a lot of different stuff. I mean, you can even go by what Matt does. Matt does Philly Hurt the Culture. The reason I wanted to do Rogue is... I wanted to do the um, same thing you did. I didn't want to limit myself. It was rogue reptiles. It wasn't rogue Morelia. It wasn't rogue pythons, rogue reptiles. I could sell anything on my table from a python to a goddamn tortoise to, you know, a sea turtle, anything. It has to just right. be a reptile. So now see, like with that. me, with mm-hmm. me, you're saying that you wanted that wide open, you know, I did, but that was, that was, I did uh, Well, yeah, but I know, but that was, that was back then thinking you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't just have Morelia. So, but that's what you're yeah. known for. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. You know, that's kind of my focus, you know? Um, and I, you know, with my logo, I wanted it to represent both carpets and chondros at the same time. So it's like the, the chondro perching, but you see the head stamp of the, of the carpet Python, which sort of, you know what I mean? It's sort of like a mix between the two. And, it, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's like one of those things that uh, you just, I, I think you just got to figure out what, what, you know, what you want to do with your, you know, breeding business or however you want to yeah. approach it. You know and, I mean? That's, and, and we just got asked, what if it was the same animals that you're trying to breed and sell? Even if it's the same damn animals. Right. Set yourself apart from the bad name that was given by a company that isn't you. You know, uh, people in the reptile industry claim that they have memories like elephants. They freaking don't. They forget very quickly, especially right. if you're being the best pers- best breeder you can be. All you're going to do is to start burying that with good things. And 
maybe put a different spin on it. Get yourself a good looking logo, put it everywhere, make a website, make a Facebook page, throw yourself out there and have even a disclaimer that you're not these guys. Eventually you'll start making headway away from it. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what I'd do if, if so, all of a sudden somebody was E.B. Morelia. Like, no one's going to be Morelia. That's the thing is that's you're not going to. That's the other good thing about having it as a play off your name. No one's going to take it away from you. My yeah. thing, rogue. You know, I guarantee you, there's other rogue reptiles that are just small enough to not have websites or this that other thing, or they just call themselves that. I mean. Right. I, I find it a success that if I type in rogue reptiles into any search engine, my shit comes up. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a, kind of a weird thing. Like, uh, when I was doing some research, you type in carpet you pythons or what? Yeah. What? You, you there? Okay. Carpet pythons. And then, you know, up comes animals that we got. NPR comes up. Yeah. EB, you know, rogue reptiles. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these different sure. things. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> but but it leads you to me, and that's the whole point. There's the whole point of a business name is it leads you it leads you to me. So if you're worried, if you're that concerned about it, if you're that concerned about your your your, your perfect name that you totally want, you totally picked out, and you're that concerned about being linked to somebody who's crappy or it already being taken then just start breeding under your own name and then build it from there build your reputation and then take the name yeah yeah you could do that i mean crystal lemmy he does that he doesn't have a business name you know it's just they just follow him you know that's what it is but and and um, again a lot of people just going to know you by your first name anyway you know ryan is uh Molecular Python, whatever. Molecular Molecular Exactly. So if you're really good, people aren't even going to care what your business name is. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, All right. Bill's on hold here. Let's get him on. Let's do it. Yay. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, doing good. Good, 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 good. Bill's going to change his business name to Royal Pythons and others. (laughs) Well, listen, I've been I've been listening in and I've I've made a couple of notes um about the marketing that I'd like to share. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, first of all, Eric, so basically you described your logo as a carpondro. Is, is that well, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. That's about right. Yeah. Just <laughs> wanted to throw that out there. That's what yeah. I thought and I've yeah. got no problem with that. I guess it works. It works. <laughs> Good job, Zach. <laughs> Um, you beat me to it, man. Because I was I was gonna do the Carpondro, but now I can't do that. No, you can't lose, copy man. Eric. <laughs> a couple other things I know, you know, I agree, and this came up because of Brandon, and and I like Brandon. Brandon's a great guy. He's a Texas uh, guy, and uh, he, I consider him a friend of mine. And so I hope we can help this young man out with a, a name and a logo. I agree with, I think Owen said a hundred percent, you know, when in doubt, use your name Um, because you guys mentioned some things. I mean, I'm Phoenix reptiles, but I would say vast majority of people just know me as Bill Stiegel. So, you know, you're kind of almost battling yourself if you don't use your name um, in your logo and in your brand. Um, So that's kind of my thought on that. When in doubt, use your name. 
mm-hmm. I used Phoenix Reptiles because it it had a special uh, significant meaning to me because it was Phoenix Enterprise was the name of my father's company, mm-hmm. and so it's a dedication to him. He's passed away. I you know I wanted to name my business after him. But it screws me up a little bit because, again, a lot of people don't know Bill Stegall's Phoenix Reptiles, and a lot of people assume Phoenix Reptiles is in Phoenix, Arizona. I was about to say that. Not. <laughs> I would have figured they'd be in Phoenix, Arizona, but all right. It's, it's the you know my his company and my company was named after the uh, the legendary bird you know the phoenix that rises yeah. from the ashes of Greek mythology. So, mm-hmm. but again, you know. People that don't know me, don't know my story, they don't know that. They just think I'm in Arizona. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> my my point is, is when in doubt, go go with your name. You you can never go wrong, you know, just by going with your names. And I also like Owen, like the reptiles, not, um, you know, not uh, Bill Stegall, ball pythons, because you could spend a long time <laughs> building up a career, you know, building up that name, and then you all of a sudden you don't want to do ball pythons anymore. Right. And, you know, so I think, you know, it's an advantage to be vague at times in how you describe your business. So it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's some guy over here that does, his company is like boas and balls. And yeah, there was like one show where he didn't have any boas and balls on his table. I'm like, well then what the hell is your <laughs> point here? <laughs> you know, what are you doing here? It's like, it's huh. like, it's like it's one of those things where if you become you if you become known as this you and you deviate it you got to worry about that too. So you know, Eric, if you were to sell all your Morelia, I, I I don't know why <laughs> you would do that, but it would make us all very confused of where you're going with your company name. I'm, so. I'm kind of locked in, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I got a podcast <laughs> called Morelia yeah. Python Radio, and yeah, you know, yeah, I don't you, see myself keeping anything and i i can't predict the future i'm sure things well, can change you know well, if you got a cornhole you got a custom cornhole set with eb morelli on it <laughs> that's right you, come on you are i got a coffee dude. cup a cornhole yeah. set yeah you know, a nice tin We'd have to have a massive bonfire <laughs> yeah it would be bad it's in the bottom uh, of you're, my you're pool ink- <laughs> mm-hmm. you're inked in but i don't want brandon to make the mistakes that you've made yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that true. And and I would definitely recommend to Brandon is uh, spend the money and get a good logo done because you know the other thing is you don't want to have to be sitting there explaining what your logo is forever in a day. My old logo before I had the black flag was just stupid. <laughs> so it was you know <laughs> no one knew what the hell it was, what was going on. They thought it was an elephant. An elephant. They? It was really <laughs> dumb. So thank God I got away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I would agree it's worth, you know, it's worth spending some money for some professional help, even if you're, you know, don't consider yourself a professional breeder, you know, to get some professional help getting that logo made because it may very well stay with you the rest of your, you know, your breeding, your hobbyist, whether you bring it to the next level, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, pay a couple hundred bucks and get a professional to make your logo. Yeah, I have just the guy too. You just, we have just a guy, Jeff Frederick. Jeff Frederick uh, is yeah. pretty awesome at it, you know. Yeah, He's also I mean, good at decorating Bill's house with artwork. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> either way. Yeah, no, either one. Yeah. So, oh, the other thing, uh, Owen. Uh, I was just going to say one other thing about marketing that uh, I think Owen mentioned. Somebody had named their 
their uh, business name kind of a funny name, and I can't remember uh, what the name was. But oh, Ugly I think Snake it, Industries is Amanda's. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, Ugly Snake, and and I'm I don't have I mean I I think if you're doing this purely for fun, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, I, I've seen all sorts of business, you know, fondle my balls, reptiles, and, you know, my balls are bigger than your ball reptiles. And I just don't think that, you know, when push comes to shove, if somebody doesn't know you intimately, they're not going to stroke a big check for somebody that's got kind of a goofball name associated with their, their I business. I agree with that. So you're doing it for yeah. fun, do it for fun. Plus, too, don't you think that if you're at a show, especially if you're doing something like ball pythons, you know, you got more of those entry level type of uh, people coming around. And, you know, if you got mom with the kid and the kid wants to buy a ball python, do you think that they're going to go up to one called stroke by balls or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, this seems like a good establishment to buy from. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some of those places, though, have the greatest shit. There was a uh, there was a Repicon in Baltimore, and I forget the name of the company that had it, but they had T-shirts that had uh, 1.2 on it, and underneath it said Menage a Trois and had question mark. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I, I, I want this. <laughs> it's like, you know, there was – problem is they didn't have any shirts in my size. <laughs> so, you know, that was the only downside. Right. No use, no use mediums, huh? No, no youth mediums. Not all of us can fit into a youth medium, sir. You know, yeah. you and my hobbit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Bill, how is the sickness doing? Um, the reason you're here yeah. tonight. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yes, sickness is doing incredible. I'm gonna. I'm planning on pairing him this year. He's. He'll be three and he's just uh he's awesome i mean he just couldn't be better he he eats every time i try to feed him i you know i handle him a little bit and he just i I just couldn't be happier the way that he's going nice so are you planning on letting any of his babies go or is this going to be one of those you all can see what i breed and i'll let you know how the babies progress and they're all mine you know, it depends what I end up breeding him to, I think. Um, mm. I've got a pretty good idea what the sickness – I mean, obviously, I know what he looked like as a baby. So if he mm. throws anything that looks like he did when yeah. he was a baby, I've, obviously, I would I would keep him. Um, but I'm not the kind of person that notoriously holds everything back until they, they change. I know a lot of a lot of the chondro breeders do that or try to do that, but um, – that's just not my style. I like to spread stuff out there um, a little bit early and kind of give people a chance to hit the lottery if, if they think they're going to hit the lottery. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to hold everything back, that's for sure, if, if, if I'm lucky enough to get him to produce a clutch. The, we can hear the collective cheers from the Condra community right now. <laughs> um, yeah, right. And I assume there's a long list of people that are going to be lined up for when he starts uh, popping out babies. It's like it's like we're talking about a goddamn racehorse that's about to have freaking kids <laughs> here. It's ridiculous. So, you know. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm as excited about, you know, I've got that blue cyclops female that's mm-hmm. 2 weeks away from laying. I'm I'm really really excited about her uh her clutch because she had a real nice just textbook ovulation. She had really nice swelling and she had paired up uh, with this male, I quit recording after 20 locks. Yeah, and, do it. <laughs> yeah, I ought to do it. Yeah, he's a proven so. breeder. He's a proven breeder, but she she took so long to ovulate 
after last pairing up. Last time I noticed them pairing up was in late February, and she, you know, she ovulated so late, just you know, just a month ago. Jeez. So she, was, she scared me a little bit, but she looks good to go. She literally just today had her post ovulation shed, and so we're looking about two weeks, and I think she's going to drop about fifteen eggs. Nice. So I got two questions for you, Bill, before we jump into the calendar thing. Number one, if it seems like, you know, you've sort of got your rhythm down with chondros. Do you feel like you have like a set thing that seems to be working for you for breeding them? Well, I wouldn't say I have, I have my rhythm down. I, I, you know, I look at guys like Buddy, you know, I think Buddy pumped out four or five clutches of chondros this year. Mm. Wow. I, I wouldn't say that at all. I've been lucky enough to produce one and exactly one clutch of chondros every year for the last four four years. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this before. I still can, although I've been extremely lucky with some of the animals I've acquired and produced, I'm still, you know, I'm still the novice slash intermediate kind of chondro breeder. I wouldn't, you know, of, of all the carpet python clutches that I've produced over the years and, and ball python clutches, you know, I'm still i'm still you know very still learning every year about chondros and i certainly don't wouldn't say that i had it dialed in i'm just uh you know i'm just ecstatic to have produced you know one clutch a year one clutch is a a really nice number with chondros because you know you talk to the guys like buddy and you know gary one year produced 100 chondros and it it takes a lot of all of the fun out of it so well yeah (laughs) I'll take the fun out of anything. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So wow. uh, you know those guys—they're glad to get a break when they get a break in in certain years, and I, I'm just happy to happy to you know get one clutch a year. So yeah, nice. What you know what I've done down here seems to work down here. It's I think it's probably different. You know we've talked about this before breeding um, carpets that you know what oh, yeah. I do. It's 103 degrees out here yesterday. Jeez. So. And I barely had a winner at all, um, so it's you know it's it, it's different. Yeah, I would think it would be probably a little bit more difficult. Well, I don't know. My my thought would be that it would be more difficult to breed carpets, uh, you know, especially like like say the springtime breeders in that type of environment, as opposed to you know snakes like ball pythons and chondros simply be, or even short tails because they could just sit at that ambient temperature type of deal and you know they don't really need that drastic of a cool down like say some yeah. of the carpets do you know i think you're absolutely right and in my one year to try to to breed high percentage diamonds i had a pair of 88 percent diamonds it was tragic. I ended up uh, losing both parents. The female slugged out one year, and then they both died the next year. Damn. Um, so, wow. you know, I, I just think – and, again, I was trying to cool them down, but it was – in February, we had days of 80 degrees here. You know, they're, they're in my garage, and, uh, you know, it, it just didn't work for me. So I agree 100%. I think uh, it's definitely easier for, for me to breed uh, certain – type of carpet subspecies and then you know the chondros and the and the balls so right cool all right well are you guys ready to do this uh pick some winners here and uh make some people happy or what all right let's yeah let's do it all right 
So our first category, and now Owen is gonna. Where are you posting these at, Owen? As we read, well, I'm gonna, off? I'm gonna throw them into the Morelia Python Radio chat first, and then I will toss them up on to uh, Morelia Python Radio Facebook page, um, where you just threw the calendar results are in. So I'm gonna throw that there, uh, and okay. then possibly after the show. Obviously, we'll share them on Morelia Pick of the Week and anywhere else we can think of after the show or something like that. So, right. Yeah. All right. So, the first category was Darwin Carpet Python. And unanimously, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, well, it was P for us, but that would be Matt Chuck Mitchum. Um, he had that Darwin that's uh, kind of on a looks like a bamboo, maybe. Mm-hmm. Looks like one of your shots, Bill. Like at the background of the uh, of uh, yeah, some some flowers back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some cool contrast on that animal. That's why I picked it. Um, I, I, I don't know about you guys. Really I, I picked it as well, but I I. I really like the the albino Dar- Darwin as well. Um, mm-hmm. That that that's a beautiful picture of a beautiful animal. Um, I think maybe the all white background may have, you know, taken a little bit away from uh, the beauty of the picture itself and what it's going to look like on a calendar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I definitely liked it being a wild type Darwin, and the contrast for that guy is just. Uh, the difference between his his light color bands and his saddles with that black outlining looked awesome. He's like whatever you really kind of want in a Darwin. So I'm going to throw a plug out there because I know that that Darwin, that albino Darwin there for Scott. Uh, mm. If you go check out Nature for You, um, yep. you could get that on a coffee mug, a tote bag, a t-shirt. A t-shirt, youth medium, uh, you know, whatever you need. <laughs> there you go, Bill. <laughs> Nice. Awesome. I'm never going to live that down, am I? I mean, that, that's never <laughs> going away. No, <laughs> come on, man. It's not going to happen. Um, all right, next up was the coastal category. Uh, coastal carpets uh, near and dear to our good friend, Mr. McIntyre here. Yes. Uh, and, wow, what a what a huge uh, showing for coastal carpets uh, in this year. Um I was torn between two, but unanimously we uh, picked uh, Dave's picture of the uh, MBB red. Um, really, unanimously. That red, yeah, that red jag, man. That you know, and and I think I like that picture just because. I mean, Eric's picture also MBB red jag. Um, but yeah, I just like the way that that picture was uh, that David had. I bet you Andrew Paris took that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ow. God, he didn't even take his own pictures. But, hey, Sorry, David. That, that animal right there is like everything I've ever loved in a coastal jag. It is an MBB red, gorgeous color. It's got a killer head pattern. It, it's like, oh, God, I wish I had it. <laughs> so there's... <laughs> I, I, there was no doubt in my head there about that one, even though I was kind of torn with that uh, young Exanic that was in there as well. And then the um, 
KJ's picture that he put in there of the striped caramel jag, the tiger, and the striped uh, M pen coastal all in the grass there. That I thought was cool too. So, and I'll I'll just say uh, we did vote uh, unanimously, but if we're throwing out second picks, um, I've got to say, and I I almost pulled this one uh, Evan's picture of his uh, caramel coastal. Mm-hmm. The the pose of that animal to me just looks awesome. Uh, it's like yeah, a hunter's it's, pose. It's common, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hunter, it's a hunting pose, and I love that that pose in snakes. So that was my uh, that was my backup. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, um, next up is jungles, uh, and. Oh wow, we we didn't agree on this at all. <laughs> Damn it! Uh oh, all three of us were everywhere. Shit! All right. Um, all right. So I'm gonna hold on. The this was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. So they're the ones that we picked. I just sent okay. it over in our message. So. so um. The... I voted for Scott's picture. Yep. He's Delilah. Right. My second pick was Chris's jungle, which was H. Right, which was my pick because I picked Chris's jungle because the zebra pattern kind of just brought me in and mesmerized me. Okay. So, well, there we go. Yeah. And then it's H. All right. right. Eric, what, well, what, what was yours, Eric? I picked the, the – uh, the maternal Mom. incubation one with the uh, jungle and the okay. the baby patching out yeah. just because I thought yep. that was a cool yep. shot. Because you were yeah. a sucker for maternal incubation and you'll well, always go for those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's a cool shot, man. Brings back a lot it of is. memories for me. It is. My first clutch was like that, you know, and I just think that uh, that's just uh, what would you say? Nature at its finest. I mean, yeah. get your own yeah. little slice yep. of nature right in your reptile. And, and I'll admit when we get further in, I fell for it too. And you'll know yeah, bingo. the shot I'm talking <laughs> about. Uh, yeah. I know. So, I think we might've been unanimous on that. I think well, I'm pretty but, sure uh, we were. So, we okay. better have been. Right. And with Delia Scattershot uh, or Delia Scattershot, that, that, that female is gorgeous. Um, but I just, oh, I had yeah. to give it to the zebra. Yeah. I mean, uh, I thought, uh, yeah, there was a lot of cool shots, man, of jungles. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's almost like conjures. It's super easy. Well, I shouldn't say, it, I shouldn't say it's super easy to take a picture of a of a jungle because you know it's hard to get that Not. color, you know, with it flash is. and all that and and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, there were some really nice pictures there uh, of uh, of of jungles. But uh, all right, next one is one that's near and dear to me. Is so we're definitely so we're, we're definitely deciding on H for that one, right? Yeah, that was okay. uh, the zebra. That is a cool yeah. shot, man. It is. Yeah. All right. And uh, Chris Rendles has some of the best jungles in the uh, yeah in the U.S. So I mean, um, so the next one inlands. Uh, it was what did we 
go with uh, which number is that? Four, right? Yes. It loses four. It's D. Uh, Ah, Love that. I was torn between that one and the one above it. And I think I chose wrong, but I'm not upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, you know, for me, the the pattern is what got me with that snake. Tim, first oh. of all, Tim Tyndall takes some awesome pictures. Um, if you uh, remember that shot that's over on the inland uh, carpet group page, uh, that headshot that, that he took mm-hmm. is just freaking incredible. Um, but just within one generation of breeding these things. He's like, th- these patterns are insane. Um, it's insanity. Yeah. Uh, and the color. I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. It's got like those ocelot markers in there and like the little dots in between the, the band. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really cool. So I can't get over the head pattern or lack thereof head pattern. I mean, and it, it's like everybody's flipping out over exanic coastals. And here you have animals that this is their wild type. This is what they look like without anybody touching them. And it's yeah. like, holy God, it's like these things are awesome. And the problem is, is that because they're getting so awesome, I've been getting pickier and pickier about inlands. And I'm like, I should really add inlands. But then every inland I get offered, every inland I see, I'm like, mm, eh. so like, I, it's like I might end up just having to freaking – him or something or do something to get get the good ones i mean jesus yeah so. that's a that's cool you man guys, um you guys, go ahead you guys know how old those those two animals are in those particular pictures i'm pretty sure they're like they're are young they I, mean, I, babies? I, I want I to say, say i think they're yearlings yeah yeah i want to say they're about i, th- I want to say yeah. they're yearlings so i don't look like it. um because just the size and the color mm. of the development. And obviously he's been feeding those babies. I mean, look at them. <laughs> They're not tiny little thin babies. So, yeah. Um, the, yeah. I can say that probably the hardest carpet to, to take a picture of is inlands because it's hard mm. to get the, that representation of what they really look like uh, into a photograph. Now I know obviously he's doing them outside, which is probably the best Helping. way to do it. You know, yeah. but um, they are they are difficult to photograph. Yeah. Um, so there we go. All right. Next Another one difficult up. thing to photograph. Yeah. What's that? Diamond pythons? Diamonds. Yeah. Nah, they're not difficult. They're easy. Uh, <laughs> this they're they're difficult to breed, but not difficult <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to take a picture of. They're kind of like chondros. No matter what you do, it's still going to look nice. Um, mm. So. We had uh, a couple uh, really nice shots in here. Um, I will say, um, I'm just going to say his name because he's going to do a cartwheel, Terry Burrell. <laughs> 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 he, had, he had an awesome shot. Uh, buddy, he had an awesome shot. But C is the winner. I was hard to Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the wild. <laughs> I like the what wild he did in the chat. That's funny. Yeah, the wild diamond uh, that Justin Julander took a picture of. Now I may be mistaken, but I believe when Justin was on the podcast, he was talking about this diamond, and he found it in a cemetery. Um, yeah, I think it was and, that. yeah, yeah. So that's really cool to see a natural diamond in the wild. 
uh, as the winner. So pretty awesome. That Good job, cool. Justin. We are suckers for field surfing shots. So I'll give you that yeah, one. That was hard. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but oh, like, you know, know the black so and white. Reduced yeah. pattern, Terry's buddies. Buddy got some really yeah. good shots. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that a hard was category. Really, really hard. Apparently, if they're black and yellow snakes, we just all have hard times picking. So, <laughs> you know. All right. Well, it Next. wasn't just the it wasn't just the picture of the snakes. I, I thought everybody's you know background was just really cool. A lot of natural shots there, and you know the shots were all just great focus and great, mm-hmm. you know, just great, great shots. Yeah, definitely. Next one. This was a hard one for me. Um, yeah. Because the bread lie had some really, really good shots, but I'm a sucker for that shot that Lon had. And I think unanimously we all picked the same thing just because it just shows for me, it shows what a brettle's all about. You got the contrast of the tail with mm-hmm. the lighter head um, the, sh- the shading is perfect. Uh, it's on a branch. It's got, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I just really think, uh, overall it's a really, uh, good shot in my opinion. If I had to pick a second runner up, I really like the picture of Casey's, uh, price line animal. Yeah. Um, it just really shows what that bloodline is about with those spots. Um, I don't know. And uh, Morelia's heads are so impressive to me. So, like, when you get that good head shot, um, it's really cool. What do you guys think? <laughs> I love it. Um, it, it it's cool was to that, have that branch that in there. Uh, yeah, That was unanimous, sure. yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all have the so. same taste in bread lie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. I, unfortunately, I don't have bread anything lie? else to go with. Yeah, so. <laughs> I do. I have a whole shit. You do. I don't. (laughs) I don't. Uh, No? You guys Uh, are missing out. No, not a single one. I need to uh, hook up with Austin and and get some. Yeah, man. What the heck? Got your guy right down there. He'll hook you up. I know, man. I know. (laughs) Uh, All right. Next category was, um, what is the next category? Oh, my favorite. IJ. IJ. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> again, we had the cool uh, shot from Steve and Katz with the maternal incubation. But I had to go for Carlos's uh, shot uh, of his IJ that was produced by Mark Mentz. Um, the color on that animal is just wild. And I think the tongue uh, shooting out just would make for an awesome calendar. So we all put picked. D. Uh, really? We're good at this. <laughs> yeah. Great minds think alike. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. What did you guys like about that shot? It, the, like you said, with the color of the animal, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me when I kind of started how people would go ape shit for an IJ that looked not even remotely as gorgeous as this thing. And that was how IJs were kind of built. It's like how Hannibal and Bullwinkle and all that stuff that we talked about before were really kind of built up as is that this is a really bright, odd looking IJ and it would be bred to kind of get the colors into the offspring. And it, it just kind of reminded me of that. And that's why I kind of had to pick it. So what about you, Bill? what do you like about it? 
I I kind of agree with you. Uh, the tongue is really cool looking, um, and you know just the quality of that picture. Every scale is in focus, and you know just sometimes you look at a picture and you go, "Yep, that's the one." Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is uh, the scrub category, which is not Moralia, but the last of the scrub category. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Paint, which is will never be done again, <laughs> unless it's in the et cetera category. And then you yeah, got to compete oh, yeah. with ball python. So yeah, um, uh-huh. so you guys, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not real happy. I'm about that category. We'll, we'll talk one. about that later. I'm we'll so, talk about that. Yeah, later. we'll argue about this later. Don't <laughs> All right, so. You guys both went with, and I, I got I to gotta be honest, I was torn, and originally I had picked the one that you guys had picked, um, but I changed my mind. But um, we went with Scott Borden's picture of his uh, Moluccan uh, scrub, which is pretty much all the scrub shots in here. Um, much. Except I had to go with Scott's um, picture of the uh, Conway Range scrub python just because – I don't know. That's just a cool shot. I mean, it's why it's in the wild. It's on a tree. It's perfect. It's perching perfectly. Um, so I don't know. I really like that, but yeah, I can see why you guys picked what you picked. Um, that's a good shot. I don't know. Well, Owen, why, what, what, what about it? It looks like your logo. I don't know why you didn't want it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Come on. <laughs> so does this mean, does this mean we get to, we get to overrule Eric? Is that, yes, is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's how it happened. You two put it together to defeat me in the et cetera, but I, I don't know what happened. But either way, <laughs> either way, which I'm thankful. Don't, but anyway, it is a gorgeous shot, and Scott's been annoying me, annoying the hell out of me with his Malukans as a huge payback as uh, a, a couple years ago when at ICAST I put a Malukan scrub in his hands. And then right. I got out of Malukins, he got into Malukins, and now I went back into Malukins, but he won't breed his Malukins. So, you know, <laughs> I figure if I keep putting his shit in the calendar, eventually he will breed the goddamn Malukins, and I can get the Malukins. So, you know, uh, that and it's a gorgeous animal. It's a gorgeous shot. The head pattern on Malukins is what I've always loved with them, is that black around each one of their scales that just brings them out into this. They're just such cool animals. And they will be the only scrubs I would ever tolerate in my house again. So there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, okay. So that's cool. Um, next, we have – where are we at? Where are we at? Bowling. What was that? Oh, Bowens. <clears throat> so you guys beat me again. Um, <laughs> yes. You guys went with um, – uh, a, which is um, no, wait, no. You guys went with B. B. Yeah. B. B. I went with A. You went with yeah. B. Um. So, <laughs> whose is that? That's it was Chad. Chad. Well, either That's way, Chad. it was Chad's. Either um, way, it was Chad. Chad. Yeah. Chad kind of stacked the deck in his favor this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Once again, Chad comes in at like midnight and just drops a bunch of Bowen's pictures. And he's like, and I win. So, yeah. That is a cool shot. It is. You know, the head. You know, that's kind of what's so cool about head. the uh, 
the black and white on their face is, is kind of what's always attracted me to them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but so cool, cool deal. Um, okay. Oh yeah. Bill's back. Okay. Bill, yeah. any thoughts on the Bolins? Why did you pick the Bolins, Bill? <laughs> Um, I could have gone either way. I just, you know, we, I think the first time I ever saw Bolins in person was up at ICAST. I think you guys, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you guys have seen Bolins before that, nope, um, I had but not. the whole, you had not. Yeah. No, the that, thing was, that just, was the one Josh Easter brought. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The thing that just grabbed my attention about that animal was the blackness, you know, just the, the, the black is just, it's as black as it gets and it's mm-hmm. got a sheet to it and it's, iridescent and so when i picked chad's other one you know that's what i was thinking about i think the other one i guess it's a it's probably smaller isn't it juvenile yeah Maybe. it's a, it's a yeah. young one yeah younger takes a little while i guess for all that that black to get in uh but man there's boy there's just nothing like the black of a bowl and python you're gonna be adding them to your collection anytime soon bill i don't think so not not right now only really space prohibitive, but you know, in the next two, three, four or five years, something like that, I could certainly see that happening. Nice. What about you guys? Uh, never. <laughs> no, I'm never. I'm, nah, I'm good with diamonds. Maybe. I don't know. I, I should never say never, but I, I think will never. I, <laughs> I think with Bolins, the trick is, is that you need to just work with Bolins. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You may be right. I, yeah, that, that very well could be. I think they're just so. Um, I think I think at this stage of the game with the bowling hobby, um, I think the guys that are trying to figure out how to breed them consistently and successfully, um, keyword being consistently, is mm-hmm. you have to have space. Uh, I'm sure you would want to hold back a lot of animals, um, and you have to have specific uh, parameters in which you keep those animals and you're forever like toying with, uh, you know, how you're, how you do it. So I think if you had other animals in that, you may end up hurting them. Um, so yeah. I, you have to be um, able to keep them. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and that's the, the absolutely. Key. Yeah. You, you, you would, de- you would need a different uh, facility almost to, you know, to keep those away from your other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Maybe one day. All right. This is probably the hardest category of all. Yeah, we're going to fight <laughs> over this one. So Good. Hardest, hardest for me, for sure. Yeah. Uh, didn't Owen say? No, no, that is not what Owen said. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't have any now, so he no, just, I don't. Like, I got none. I got where he just liked all. them and got rid of them. Uh, yeah, got rhinos. Anyway, Owens and Condros don't get along. Um, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so no Bullins, no Condros. No Bullins, yeah. no Condros. Yeah, no. Anyway, well, we were uh, well then, he shouldn't get a, then, then he shouldn't get a vote. Oh, we're oh. <laughs> good point, <laughs> Bill. Good point. That's down to me and Bill, which would be C and K. I'll I tell you what. Honestly, I see why you guys picked K, right? 
And I well, see I why L. Owen picked L. <laughs> yes. But, man, I well, just had to throw Evan a bone. You know what I mean? Like, this, <laughs> this dude's been trying to get in his calendar for, like, so long. <laughs> he was my second pick, dude. So, you know. I mean, that shot he, yeah. of the Bioc and his head's just poking out, the red eye. I don't know. To me, that was spot on. But that's my opinion. Yeah, what do you I, guys think? He yeah, was my second I mean, pick. I, I was he, was my second, that. He, he was my second pick, too. So, I think we can go with the consensus there. All right. So, <laughs> go with the consensus there. So, it's, so Evan won? Evan, Evan, Evan won. Evan won. Oh, Evan won. Oh, shit. From over here. <laughs> so, oh, you know. shit. <laughs> Yo, he's doing he's doing the Terry Burrell cartwheel right now. He's like oh, running around his house. You know, you, you, he he's not gonna sleep a wink. Yeah, he's done. He's he might go be fishing tonight. Yeah. He might be fishing tonight. That's right. Well, there you go. Sometimes uh, we just oh, you know no. do the do the Make a Wish Foundation over here. We just kind of let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's not dying of cancer, guys. He just yeah. Oh well, then hell, he doesn't get a spot in the calendar. Take it away. So <laughs> I gotta give. I have to give honorable mention though to uh, to Ian's uh, that, that yeah. blue animal at the that end. That was gorgeous. Holy shit! Incredible um, animal. Yeah, <sighs> Ian takes some nice shots. So yeah, yeah, he does. Ian will be yes, back. Yes, he in. does. <laughs> He'll be back. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Next up is uh, are we, were we yes we were on this one rough scale um, yeah pretty much we were all unanimous on this uh, D which again mm-hmm. maternal incubation seems to be the theme of this year's calendar contest I just think again like I said uh, earlier with the jungle uh, come on man that's just freaking sweet as hell so David Evans. Uh, his rough scale, maternally incubating, hatching out, mom and baby. It's pretty three awesome. Three of them. You can see three babies. They're yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. A Look at the little picture. one poking out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a it, badass it, that's picture. Like, you think that's like the grate underneath the eggs. It's not. That's like a baby, another baby head. They're yeah. gorgeous. And I... You know, as terrified am I about maternal incubation, I would love to see this firsthand. I never yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to have the picture. I, yeah, I, I'm going to have to hang the picture up because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd be too goddamn nervous. Give me these. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So when are you guys going to be breeding rough scales? You both have them. Come on. Like what's going on next year, this upcoming season next, uh, next year for me, possible next year, like 2018. Uh, no, probably 2019. You suck. What about you? I will go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine mine are ready. I've got one point. They're ready. So this year, See Owen, Bill don't fuck around, man. He's, he's ready in the game, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, you've been talking about rough scales for six years. I've heard rough, rough scales, rough scales, rough scales, rough scales. You got them so, before anybody else, and Bill's yeah. read them before you. What the hell? I don't care. 
<laughs> if, if Owen would quit sending them to Nick Mutton, he he probably had two. Oh! <laughs> 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 if I hadn't uh, done that, <laughs> well, I am producing rough scales. They all belong to Nick right now. <laughs> uh, damn. Sorry, dude. <laughs> nah, go to hell. So, <laughs> you know, I got to fight later. So. Uh, Hobbit wrestling is always a good time. Um, yep. Next anyway. up is the Morelli et cetera category. And, yeah, we're all across the board on this you one. Know this is, is there's not a single ball python in this category. Yeah, Bill's probably Eric, mad about that one. Forgotten. But here's Eric, the thing. Eric, would, would you please mute me, Eric? No, would no. Please <laughs> mute me. I'm live. I hope they're <laughs> listening. Eric, here's the thing, though. We only got one picture of a ball python, and I don't um, know. I, th- I think it was a tub I, shot, if I'm not mistaken, and that's the rules, no tub shots. Or otherwise, I would have thrown it in there and would have voted for it. But <laughs> <laughs> No, you couldn't even have the calendar correctly. I mean, I mean this, this was somebody's year. I mean, this was somebody's year to, to get a royal python on the calendar, and it, and it didn't happen. Yep. I'm very, very disappointed. Well, Bill, we could we could just like overrule that and just throw a picture of your Candino <laughs> in there for Owen's calendar. No, no. <laughs> he can't Send me enter. the picture, Bill, and I'll have it. I'm he sure Casey, Casey, Bill if you're listening. No, no, I know that. The, no, but no, Casey, no. if you're and listening, down, we're going to make a special down. calendar for Owen. One calendar. Just one, one calendar. Just all one. I ask. Casey, don't you do it. <laughs> Change the et cetera category. And we're gonna put Casey? some ball pythons in there. Where to go? I wanna, I'll know it was you. I so, want, I want I a, a, a a whole like myriad of of ball pythons. And ball pythons. My calendar <laughs> is nothing but twelve months of maternity yeah. debating ball pythons. <laughs> yes, if we're gonna get him his own calendar, let's get that. Let's do it right, right? Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. I think Casey can make it happen. Because uh, he's That's the man. Not cool um, at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go to hell. I, 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 I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So I'm I'm not that disappointed. Yeah. I'd already come to grips with it. Well, look at it this way, Bill. You technically can enter the competition again next year. So okay. where you fought with the where you we beat back the Condors with the sickness, maybe you flood the et cetera with ball <laughs> well, now, now I've got And it all depends on who wins. Morelli of the year because they come back yeah. and vote for that. So I mean, with some bribery, you could do it again. You could try to. <laughs> oh man, I get, but but next year I got to compete with Scrubs and yeah, and everything. What else? Yeah, uh, everything else that was been in there. I mean, we, you, did, we were competing with a sea turtle this year. I mean, we allowed <laughs> we allowed the herping shots to have their own thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, I sent oh, you guys what out. we picked. Yeah, so uh, yeah. we're all across the board here. Okay. Um, I, me personally, I picked um, the the uh, neon diamond jungle jag uh, that Solana you has. Would. Yeah. Holy shit, man! That is a hot animal. Come on. So Bill picked the white lip. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, yep. And I picked yeah, I the freaking pop one. Yeah. And I picked the pop one, and 
my second choice is the white lip. So I say we go with the blackface white lip. So that's Thomas's uh, Thomas O'Kane's picture. Mm-hmm. The one on the tree. What was your second? What was, what your, was your second, second pick, pick, Eric? My second pick. I was torn between Scotts, the two Scotts. I really dug the okay. uh, the uh, timber rattlesnake and right. uh, the death adder. So. I did like those two. So yeah. But white again, it's a tough. Yeah. It's hard. It's it's tough. I. Again, you know, my theme has been the hunting position this year. <laughs> Owen, Owen's been the maternal incubation. I've been the hunting. Uh, there you <laughs> go. How to get Bill to like a photo? Just have it in some kind of a hunting position. He's a gun. That's how you win. So, you know what? That that sea turtle's in a hunting position though. It's like, <laughs> look at him. Yeah. yeah, you can tell he's going for it. Yeah. Either that or a shark's right behind him, and he's like, I either way, he's getting the hell out, out of there. Yeah, <laughs> Scott Borden is chasing him in scuba gear. Of course he's out of here. You know. Yeah. Um. So, did you guys read my uh, my question in the? In the yeah, that we should we should put it uh, to yeah. the people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really want to do that? <laughs> I think that's a good well, idea. I can only, I, yeah, they can only pick out of the ones that are there. So, Morelia of the year. Um, basically we exclude, we have to exclude the et cetera category as much right. as I would like yeah. to, uh, put it in there, but you can't have Morelia of the year be, uh, <laughs> be a, royal be a white lip. <laughs> but no, you can't. Um, so everybody that's listening and is over in the chat, uh, here's your opportunity to vote for Morelia of the year. So you have to yep. pick either a Darwin, uh, a jungle, a coastal, a chondro, a rough scale, uh, an inland. Um, what else am I missing? Diamond, Bread diamond, diamond, brittle, diamonds. Brittle. Yep. So rough go with scale, it. Yeah, of that. course you say the chondro. You know, it's your chondro. <laughs> and we, can, we can vote too. Everybody's voting for their own, everybody's voting for their own picture. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just how it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my vote would probably be for the uh, uh, my vote would be for the inland. Austin, you're not listening, man. <laughs> I'm listening. No, not you. I said Austin. Austin, not the scrub. No scrub. No scrubs. Not Look, Scott. Scott's also. Morelia, damn it. <laughs> well, this went off the rails quickly. Yeah, quickly because people aren't listening. Okay, I'm we'll going make it real uh, simple. You can really pick easy. carpet python, pick the Morelia of the year, or a rough scale. That's pick it. The, the Morelia. <laughs> Capital Morelia <laughs> of the year. There uh, we go. Pick the Morelia. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So if you had to pick, who? What would you pick? I'll start with you, Owen. I'll put you on the spot. What's I'll your pick? pick? I pick inland because you're going with inland. You know, okay. Yeah. I, and I'm not the only one. Terry went with inland. Joe went with inland. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going with inland. Yeah. Yeah. I am trying to, but somebody keeps making me talk. But anyway, the, the whole thing is that I think inland is again, a side species that is not really gotten too much love because there's no morphs involved in it other than the silver peppered that we do not have access to. And then for the potential stripes, but 
I think with that baby, it just kind of shows you the potential that Tim has been working on. And that's a project that I know he's been working on for a while. And he was doing inlands before really kind of anybody else we knew of was working with them. Um, and they, it's one of those things that like you can get excited about. It's like, this is just the beginning of where that thing's going to start going. So my pick is definitely inland. And I picked that over a maternal incubating rough scale Python. What Holy shit. Wrong with me. So Damn. I must be <laughs> What's going on, Bill? Something must be in the water over here because Owen is like surpa- uh, you know, letting the rough scale go. The water. 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 That's right. It's in the water. water. I, I know. It's, yeah. I've, I've been biting my tongue and, and waiting my turn. <laughs> go ahead. So, so, what's your turn? What's your pick? Well, you guys know me. You know I am a morph freak. The, yeah. the more morphy and just out of this world crazy you'll never see in the wild that's what i like okay um having said that having a chance to work with the rough scale pythons for the last three years uh i've got to go with that they're they are truly they are truly an incredible animal to work with um, and I don't think pictures do the animals justice. Even the best picture, I thought that was a fantastic picture. They don't do justice justice of how those animals look in person. No, they do their not. Blue eyes, their blue eyes, and the way they feel. Um, and again, it's totally anti the typical me. There's no rough scale morphs. You know, they're very, uh, you know, very small and in, in in nature a very rare species. And I've just fallen in love with them. Nice. Cool. <clears throat> I like the way you're thinking. Um, okay. I'm uh, I'm torn between. Man, I'm torn between a few of them, but um, I kind of I kind of have a soft spot, just like uh, Bill is talking about rough scales. Um, I have a soft spot for inlands in uh, for me, um, simply for a couple reasons. One. More so than anything, I think back when I first started in 2009 and the idea of having uh, an inland carpet python was like, uh, you know, we have almost a better chance of seeing Bigfoot um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, than having one. And now to be working with them and have a group of them and uh, they truly are the carpet python for a beginner because they're pretty much bulletproof and they are so mellow. Not, mm-hmm. I, I've never had anything, you know, any kind of strike. And you hear that from multiple people. And the idea that you could selectively breed for blue and red carpet pythons uh, just intrigues me. So I'm going to yeah. have to go with inland. Right in your wheelhouse, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that given, you know, 15 years from now, uh, there's going to be, you know, a group of people that are working with these and selectively breeding them like Tim is. Um, Mm. And you're going to see some crazy, crazy animals. I mean, the potential is just, I'm telling you, it's, it's, you guys are going to be super impressed. You you know, and and it's hard, just like you're saying with the rough scale, it's hard to, for a picture to capture that, but uh Usually when you see an adult inland, um, they're hard to beat, man. Awesome. That's my speech. It looks like 
It looks like Inland's kind of the consensus on the NPR chat. Yeah, you got one green. You got one vote for the Green Tree Python, um, and I'll let you all pick out who that was. Um, and he didn't even he didn't even vote for his own picture. Well, he voted for his picture that didn't get picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got greedy, man. He got greedy. He said Chondro. He said Chondro babes. Does that mean Chondro? Baby, or Baby, is yeah. What do you want here? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's trying to do the Christopher Walken impression. That's what he's trying to do. Condro, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah Condro, trying to baby. do. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we have two votes for the rough scale python, and then we have six votes for the inland. Well, that we have easy. one vote. For the <laughs> <laughs> we have one vote for the scrub. So yeah. <laughs> So uh, I guess Tim's inland is Morelia of the year. Holy shit! Good, good job, Tim. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. You get you get to come on into this fiasco next year. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. So so nobody's gonna put any <laughs> pictures in the inland category because it's useless. Oh my god! What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> shit! Better up your game, yeah. people. <laughs> All right, all right, we got to. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to do something now. Somebody, you guys are gonna have to. People are gonna have to go buy a bunch of inlands, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and just take pictures. Whew. All right. No, well, I'm glad. Gonna be glad that's over. It's gonna, it's gonna be like the bowling category. Yes, that one person's just two gonna people, fill it. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. people submit three pictures. Oh, it's yeah. funny because. Um, I don't know if you guys are friends with Chad Gray on Facebook, but he posted yes. a picture of his NPR calendar that he got last year because August <laughs> is Boland's month and it's his Boland's. And then he just won again this year for Boland's. And it's like, all right, I'm being asked to see what Chad's doing here. It's like, you know, he, he's the only guy who keeps turning in Boland's pictures and he just stacks the deck. So you know, congratulations, Chad. But I'm saying that other people, uh, if you are desperate to get in the calendar, uh, apparently Inland's there's going to be a pretty big hole in that next year. Uh, let's all pause now as we know that Evan is looking up where to buy Inland's because uh, he can <laughs> try to get in the calendar back-to-back years now. So, Well, yeah. he's, he's on hold, and he wants to jump in here and oh, say a few words. He's, right, got, yeah. an, he's oh, got an acceptance oh, speech. He's been he's waiting <laughs> years for this. Will you be getting ready to play him to, off? Because, I mean, I imagine got, he's going to keep he's going. He's got tux on. He's, yeah, he's all like ready. Thank you know, my friends, family, members of the Academy. Yeah. Jordan. Wipe the drool out of his mouth. Yeah, bring him, bring him on. <laughs> All right, Evan, fire man, are you done? Boy. Look, I'm 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 so through the roof right now, and I know some people are probably you know they get these kind of chances and stuff, and they're like, "All right, cool, I'm in the calendar, dude. I've been trying forever to get in this damn calendar, and I." <laughs> so fucking happy right now and i fucking love you guys and i'm just i man man <laughs> if oh, i remember yeah. correctly you asked me at southern carpet like how do we get encounter i'm like i don't know you have to just throw it up there and take it a picture and, and it is the one picture the picture i thought the picture was the uh the cyclops i thought that was like the best picture i've ever taken of any green tree but goddamn <laughs> yeah it's better just to throw as many pictures as you want up there because you never know what we're going to pick. So and I, I get in here, and I'm, I'm constantly pulling them out, setting them up, taking pictures. You know, got the good camera, 
trying to get quality pictures and have fun with it. And man, I'm you guys just made my fucking like year. You don't even know, and I so appreciate y'all. And I'm I'm like, man, make a wish foundation. Well, now now you need to come to Tinley and accept your trophy there. <laughs> There's Hell no trophy. No. <laughs> there Shut up, you. He's using your words against you. I love it. Tinley and, his, and he's going to get his big trophy and his gift certificate and his new car. And right. Come on, man. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but my man. thing is that I really hope we don't put, like, I assume we now have to put Evans Condro early in calendar because if we save it till December, it's just going to be torture for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you called in, Evan, what what month would you like? What to be month in? would you like? Yeah, uh, April. That's my daughter's birthday. There you oh, go. There you go. We'll <laughs> make sure that your picture is in April. All right. Oh, awesome. I'm writing that down now and make sure that. Uh, if we're really going to make a wish foundation, we got to get the way out. You know what I mean? We got to get the whole, the whole thing. You know, I don't want to do half-ass make a wish stuff for people. So that's where we're kind of at. Uh, man, but awesome. I, man, I so, I so appreciate it. Really, just tell everybody, man, take your time and take badass pictures. Don't walk outside. Put them. I mean, not to say there's nothing wrong with outside shots, but take your time and do it right and get some good pictures out there. So have you woken up everybody in your house by screaming at the top of your lungs, or what time is it over there? You already know. It's uh, I, I don't know. I think it's like nine something. I'm not care less right now. Um, I've I've texted Rob Stone to archive this footage so that when we look back, that he can cut out the. What I want him to do is cut out your vocal, and then I want Terry to do a cartwheel, and I'm gonna I'm gonna film it at the next Southern Carpet Fest. I'm gonna combine the two somehow. And make it a, you know, make it a, a, a you know, that like gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow we're gonna do it. Um, <sighs> but, but that's cool, man. I told you, man. Awesome. I was trying to throw you a bone. So tell us I about that animal it. real quick. Yeah, he's a he's he's a Bushmaster Biok. His name is Negan because he is a straight asshole. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, straight out of Biok, so he's true to form. Straight I mean, out of uh, Biok. He's 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 awesome. I mean, his his colors. He's finally he's getting more green on him. I'm looking at him right now, and he's just, you know, he's a dipshit, but I love him, and I can't wait to do something with him. Yeah. Nice. Cool deal. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Don't you bite me. Congress <laughs> <laughs> at night, huh? Very yeah, nice. that, that's yeah, not this one. <laughs> that's a bad move. All right, so yeah. you win a calendar. You know that, right, Evan? Hell yeah. Okay. I'll just, I, I fucking pay for it. I don't care. Yeah. He's going to do what I did. He's going to order 10 of those things. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to no, hand them out. Hand them out as Christmas presents. This is what everybody gets this year. You get a calendar. <laughs> yep. Uh, cool. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I'll you're happy, it. man. We can auction it off at Southern Carpet Fest. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> he's already talking about it. I told you. Yeah, but two weeks after, <laughs> two weeks after yeah. he's already talking about the next one. But, Evan, if you buy 
your own autographed calendar. That's kind of a weird thing. I'm just saying. So. <laughs> I'm so proud right now. Woo! You don't even know. That's good. That's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think anybody would be as happy. So. I, <laughs> yeah. Come on, people that won. You're you better up your game. I better get like uh, Owen wants phone calls tomorrow. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Hello, Owen State Farm not. Insurance. I'd like to talk to. Uh... It is nationwide, sir. <laughs> I know. Oh, 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 oh! I'm gonna call you later. <laughs> so. Um, cool. All right, man. All right, guys. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you continue to go celebrate man. and do whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to celebrate by cleaning all this snake shit up. That's what I'm fixing to do. That's about right. <laughs> yeah, that's about how this goes. All right. Cool deal. All right, Evan. See you later. Talk to you soon, Evan. Later, man. Cool. Well, that's cool that he's happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ecstatic. <laughs> can, so, can, you imagine what he do? can you imagine what he'd do if he won the Morelia of the Year? Morelia Holy of shit. the year, yeah. Oh yeah, he'd be, he'd have, he'd be on his way to Eric's stroke. house. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So, uh, so Bill, what's up with uh, GTP Keeper Radio? What's next on the horizon for you guys? Uh, you know, I haven't talked with Buddy. I don't know that we uh, have a game plan for uh, what's going on next. You know, since we're not weekly like you guys, we we have a little time, a little downtime to kind of discuss our options and mm -hmm, think about it. Buddy asked me this same question when we were on GTP Caper and and Eric had gotten cut off. So Buddy asked me the same question and I had no idea. And I talked to Eric on a weekly basis and have an (laughs) idea. You co-hosts are slacking, man. Yeah, I know. So I feel a little bit better. That feels like I don't know, and I'm like, yeah, same thing. See, he's done. So, so, so let me ask... kind of muscled in my territory, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask the next question. What did you think of the show? Like, uh, oh, the, I mean, that's uh, kind of scary. That yeah. Oh, it's uh, you know, we talked a little bit about NATO virus at Southern Carpet Fest, um, and it's it's very scary. It's a very very scary. Um, entity and they're just i guess learning you know my understanding is all the symposiums now you know with the with the snakes and a lot of the reptile stuff all these vets are you know getting together and trying to spread the word about natovirus because i talked to my local vet down here who is uh you know uh, a long-term texas a&m graduated reptile vet and he had not heard of natovirus until i presented it to him and then he did some research and talked to some uh people that he knew in florida and you know there's definitely a lot of stuff to be concerned about i don't think it's time to push the panic button Um, but if you're not familiar with the nidovirus you need to get yourself familiar with the nidovirus and uh, they're learning new stuff as you guys know i mean almost monthly with this thing there there now is a theory that there's two different variants there's a morelia nidovirus and there's a ball python nidovirus um so you know just familiarize yourself with it and, and get as much education as you can quarantine animals i you know i would be very selective of the animals that i'm bringing into my collection uh right now until right. more uh, information is 
is known about the virus? Uh, is, is there a carrier state? Is it something that an animal can get and then beat and then it's gone like, like the common cold? Or is it like herpes where once you got it, you got it? Um, yeah. You know, there's just so much that they don't know about it yet. But I think they'll, the good news is um, I think that they will find out a lot of information quickly because, you know, it's not just here. It's not just in, in, in ball pythons or really It's in Europe. It's here. It's in big collections here. You guys know that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think a lot of resources will be put in to find some not only uh, improved and more economic testing, uh, you know, ways to test animals, um, but also, you know, the life cycle and just, you know, how to how to combat this, this virus, the nidovirus. Yeah, it's just some scary stuff. Bill, have you heard um, them as far as it being an Indo? So, like, if you're getting stuff from, say, you know, like farm bred stuff, have they found it there as well? Do you know? No. The only places that I'm familiar with that have been isolated have been in Europe and in the States. And that may be because, you know, that's where the testing is. A A lot of people now are thinking that, wow, this thing has probably been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the testing has not been um, available for it, and a lot of these animals they'll they'll have nidovirus, and nidovirus will be the primary um, organism. But when the animal succumbs to nidovirus, they'll get a secondary bacterial infection. So if all you have is bacterial cultures, that's all that'll show up. So you'll have an animal that oh yeah it died of a bacterial respiratory infection. But the underlying major problem was nidovirus that you can't even detect. Wow. So I, I doubt the Indo farms are, are have the technology or the capability to test for nido. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we would we we really don't know. But again, I think you're right. It's kind of be selective on what you're bringing in and who you're bringing it in from. Yeah, and and God quarantine and um, you know quarantine those animals and i i would extend quarantine you know i'm usually a a 60 to 90 day guy but i would extend that out even farther i really would i mean because this this virus has shown where it can be um subpathogenic in the fact that it can it can hide in animals for a long time um so you know just just be careful in, in quarantine as long as you can yeah Whew, makes me nervous. <laughs> but uh, it's, making, it's making a lot of us nervous. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, what about uh, – so my next question would be, as far as for you, um, have you thought about anything that you're going to pair up this upcoming season? Um, I haven't really given it a lot of thought, to be honest. Uh, no. Obviously, I'm going to pair up the uh, the pair that produced the sickness – I did that last year, and I had multiple locks, but the female uh, she just didn't go. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll repeat that repeat that pairing. And um, other than that, I I've got some, you know, I, I did the ocelot zebra jag this year to a diamond, uh, high percentage diamond female, and I got some nice babies out of that. I haven't really taken any pictures yet. Um, oh yeah. But I I cannot wait to see how these things turn up. I was a little disappointed. None of the zebra jags um, showed ocelot patterning. 
like the Ocelot mm-hmm. Zebra Jack Sire, mm-hmm. but the and I think that's probably because you know you're decreasing the amount of uh, jungle carpet because they're a higher diamond percentage in the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, but ha- having said that, the the diamond influence these things are going to be incredible. So I'll probably yeah. repeat that. Yeah, repeat that pairing. Um, and then you know, Eric, I've got that albino zebra jag male that's ready to go that I got from you and. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's gonna go to work with probably a couple of zebra head albino females. Nice. Um, awesome. I'm gonna do my uh, first Borneo pairings this year. I'm gonna do rhino rats this year. I'll do the rough scales this year. Um, and cool. then just continue to get more get more freaky with uh, with the royal pythons. <laughs> Man, the, the, every time I see you posting up the pictures of those candinos, I mean. I don't care if you like ball pythons or not, but they're freaking cool snakes, man. <laughs> you can't deny that they are badass snakes. We're, you know, you can... <laughs> Easy over there. <laughs> I, think we just, I think we just lost Owen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I cut out there for a minute. It's weird. Yeah. You know the the, the Candino stuff. Um, you know, once you get to, you get across with a couple other things like black pastel or cinnamon, and they are a neon yellow and purple snake. I mean, you know, that, that's what they are. Yeah. So I dig them. I like them. I'm that's with awesome. you. Owen said that's awesome? Oh, my God. I said that's awesome. Rob, no. he's awesome. you got to archive awesome. that no. thing as well. No. <laughs> I hate that you uh, have Rob in your back pocket. I hate to watch what I say all the yeah. time. Yep. That's all right, dude. We say stupid stuff all the time. What are you going to do? I know. We've got <laughs> six years worth of backlog of me saying stupid shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Six six years. Holy shit. Can you believe that? No. Whoa. I'm not talking about six it. Six years. Moving on. So. Yeah. Whew. Uh, That's about it here. Yeah. yeah. Sounds cool. awesome, though, Phil. It sounds like you're going to be busy. And I assume you're yeah. going to be vending local shows, or are you just going to kind of do the online thing. Um, I do mostly the online thing. I just, um, I love vending the shows and every time I do, I just completely go into it just for a, a total fun experience. Um, just right. cause I like to talk to people and hang out and show some stuff off. Um, but just most of my sales and most of my stuff is just kind of online word of mouth. So I'm, cool. I'm happy to have it that way too. And I assume we'll be seeing you in October. I will definitely be there in October. Awesome. Already cool. got already got the room booked and the airfare, so yes, sir. Yeah, we nice. should work on we, – we have to get the table booked. <laughs> so, <laughs> we might not be there. So We'll be there, but we might uh, – We might not have a table. So we might just be, might just be huddled around <laughs> Matt's table. So, you know, we yeah. gotta we got to figure that out. So. You could vend in the foyer. Yeah. <laughs> they won't kick us out. Yeah, they yeah. won't get mad about that at all. Put those NPR guys in the corner, man. <laughs> Their shenanigans are too much for us. Oh, Get them out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, cool deal. October's not that far away, you know. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. A few months. All right. I don't know. Got anything else? You want to throw out there, Bill? You want to throw out your contact stuff, your website? Chuck it out there. Uh, I think most of the people know how, know how to get in touch with me. Uh, Facebook, I'm Bill Stiegel or Phoenix Reptiles. Uh, I've got a website, phoenixreptiles.net, and uh, I'm pretty 
accessible to everybody. So cool. Well, it's been a pleasure, sir. Thank you for coming on and, and uh, helping us out. I, and uh, I can't thank you guys. It's uh, enough for having me. It's it truly is. Uh, we kind of make light about it a little bit, um, but it it truly is an honor to be uh, a part of the just be a part of the calendar contest. Everybody that submitted pictures, you know, we had a hard time picking winners on every mm-hmm. category. So I would yeah. just encourage people to keep submitting them. And uh, it, it is an honor. And, and uh, Evan was right. You know, you, uh, you're humbled to be picked and it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a great honor. So thanks for uh, letting me, let me participate. Absolutely, man. And we'll, right, and we'll probably, right. we look forward to what you're going to put in the calendar competition for next year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see you in October. All right. All right. All right we'll see you see soon. You guys. All right. Bye, Bill. Cool, man. Well, another uh another uh calendar contest under done in the books. It's over. Yeah. And with enough time to actually have a case of this stuff at October Tinley Park. So, yeah, that's right. That's important. I was going to bring that up. Uh, that yeah. uh, we're going to have uh, these calendars for sale uh, in Tinley. Um, that's what at the NPR uh, table. So, yep. Yeah. So uh, we made it a point to make sure. You know, some people may be thinking, "What the hell are you getting a calendar for now in uh, in August?" Well, this is how we have to do things in order to yeah. have it ready because <laughs> I want to be cramming. Um, so uh, we've we've eight, pushed it back year after year after year to finally get it to a point where we would have it. Not only in time for January, you know, first, uh, but also for anybody who wants to grab one, maybe for a holiday present for somebody. And obviously, we wanted to have it for the biggest show that you and I both attend, and that would be October Tinley Park. So this is how far we had to push it back in order to get the contest done, to get the calendars printed, to get them shipped to us, as well as so we can ship them out to the winners, and then we can also bring them into uh tinley park yeah and in the past uh, you know it's always a scramble for me um mm-hmm. you know come december i'm so busy with work and whatnot because of the holidays and like trying to get calendars out and talking to people and you know making sure that they get there on time and we're sending them out in the in the uh you know like the busy time of year when it comes to packages and stuff and yeah. you know couple of uh, quite a few of them got lost and I had to resend them and that and a few of them actually go international too so it's yeah. yeah yeah so we're trying to avoid all that so hopefully this year is a better experience and uh you know uh we'll we'll uh we'll be cool um I think uh I think the I think what is picked is going to be awesome so I will be contacting mm-hmm. the people that are the winners over the next couple of days just to let you know um so I guess if you have uh, a higher quality of the pick, you can email it to me. Um, otherwise, um, we'll just go with that. Uh, and then I'll get it together, send it off to Casey, and then uh, I'll just be contacting you for your address. And as soon as I get them, I'll be mailing them out. So to uh, the 12 people that won, congratulations. Uh, again, Tim, congratulations to you for Morelia of the Year. You deserve it. You know, I remember back when we first had Tim on the show, he was trying yeah. for, for a few years to breed his inlands. And yeah. it wasn't until after he came on and then he, you know, he was successful and has been ever since, every year since. So, uh, you know, I couldn't think of a, a better guy 
to uh to get it so that's pretty cool um uh i got a lot of shows booked man i've been working hard um oh shit um i'm pretty much we're we're almost almost i have i have it out there for people but we're almost pretty much booked up until tinley park uh as far as shows go so and dude after tinley park it's rapid fire it's like tinley park and then it's freaking like uh the holiday show comes right after that and then we take those two weeks off it's like it it is i'm pretty sure the the uh anniversary shows in there too so yeah yeah that's coming up um we're we're winding down to the end of the season here it's you know <laughs> yeah geez. season five is almost at an end um oh my god so yeah we've had some some pretty uh some pretty awesome guests this year i think um i i'm next week i'm on vacation so no <laughs> it's the uh owen by himself show i don't know what you had any ideas about oh shit <laughs> uh you might want to think about Why that one this me on the air oh like, uh, yeah no. sorry about that uh i just figured it'd be fun in that way um crap i need rob all right well we gotta call rob yep call him up get him on do some water bowl show maybe get matt and all that stuff, whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever we'll, grab that. we'll talk about water bowls and God damn it. <laughs> this is always my favorite show of the year because I'll be driving home from Florida and uh, dumb. Dumb I'll be dumb. listening dumb. to you guys. So uh should well, be I, awesome. I the problem is like I need Rob to run the com- the computer board because I'm just an idiot. So yeah, I'll talk to Rob. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So we got that coming up. Um, just to throw out a couple of people that are, that, that, uh, we got, um, we got, uh, let's see, let me, where's my list here. We got, um, Eric Kohler. It's going to be on the week oh, after nice. that. Eight fifteen. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Well, I mean, he did, he did vomit in your backyard. So I found out. <laughs> so he owes me. Yes. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Eric, I'm gonna see him uh, this weekend. So Eric is an awesome guy. Uh, he yeah. does. Uh, he has some awesome projects. Um, I'm excited to finally talk to him about, you know, what he does and how he does it. Um, you know, he's working with the uh, the Tiger IJ project, which uh, mm-hmm. should be awesome to hear about. He works with. Um, you know, all different, uh, all the different localities of carpets. Uh, he has some like classic, uh, lines of, uh, of jungles like the Van and Vetter, which you never really yeah. hear much of anymore. Um, but, uh, so that'll be cool. Um, <clears throat> not soon, uh, after that we have, uh, Nick Botini and he's going to be coming on to talk about short tail pythons. Uh, one of the things that, uh, I really wanted to talk to Nick about is recently he, uh, quit his day job and is doing um, uh, snakes full time now. So wow. uh, it would be interesting to pick his brain about, you know, how he came to that decision and, and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, I know uh, Derek Roddy, um, we just didn't hit a date, but we're going to be talking about blackheads and Walmas again. Uh, see where nice. he's at. Some of the cool projects that he's got going on. Uh, he's, yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked haven't to him, had him in, a on in a while, so it would be nice to have Derek come back on. So, yeah. Yep. Looking forward to that. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Ralph from Midwest Serpentarium. He does 
pretty much all Australian pythons and stuff. And okay. he works with um, Mandarin rat snakes, I think they are. Ooh. Or are they, are they like the black and yellow? Like, yeah, they're like the, yeah. they're the ones that I've heard horror stories about with them being like wanting cool things and cold weather and uh, high humidity and uh, only frogs. So, yeah, I would love to pick his brain about that because I'm pretty sure half of those aren't real. So Right. Yeah, I figured since you're on your Kaluber kick as of late, I am. And, uh, appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I got a couple people in the works for maybe some Diamond Python shows. Um, if anybody uh, has information uh, as far as how I can get in touch with Gary Vale, uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> or if you know him, uh, you know, point him in our you direction. Or Gary Vale. I mean, yeah. either one. Yeah. Holy shit, I'd love to talk to him uh, about what he's got going on. Um, yeah. Colin uh, from Bruce City Reptiles, he's locked in. Uh, he's going to come on sometime. We have um, uh, Jason Pester uh, with the Extreme Gene uh, up there in Canada. Right. That we're going to talk to him show, about yeah. Uh, we're trying to put together another carpet round table before the uh, year's out. Um, I know at some point we're going to have Ian on the show, Ian Bissell. Um, Maybe. I mean, he, come on. He Ian. keeps, <laughs> yeah. I we need to have him come on and talk about some of his chondros, you know, because uh, he's got an amazing collection he of chondros. He's haunting us with Luckily, that blue one in the calendar project. Jesus. Yeah, so. when I go down to Florida, he's in the next town over from my in-laws so i'm gonna go visit him and uh you know check out his collection and whatnot i'm trying to what i was gonna try to come down this year to go to daytona but it just is not in uh the cards unfortunately so okay so i think that i think that's next week so (laughs) i've been uh (laughs) saying gary's name wrong all this time it's by a (laughs) yes Thank you huh. for that. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we've been screwing that up, which, you know, is not out of character for us. So, yeah. Um, anyway. I know we're trying to do a show with um, uh, Greg and Josh mm-hmm. Easter, uh, Diamond Python round table if you will i guess uh so that should be cool we're working on that um and i don't know if you got vacation and coming up anytime soon owen but if you do i will be sure to make sure we have an ij round table <laughs> yeah that, whenever yeah <laughs> so I'll, you tell uh, me when you're going on vacation and i'll book that <laughs> i'll let you know it'll probably be the uh it'll probably be the the tuesday after labor day because i have to get out of south carolina and i'll probably be dead because I'm driving back uh, that Monday, so shoot okay. for that one. Well, yeah, do it then. Mm, yeah. Right. What was what was that date again? In September, uh, right? Yeah, September, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's I'll know. I'll let, we'll I'll get know. when we get closer. You right. know. <laughs> right on. Oh, you know what? I think. Mm. Hold on, man. I think I might already have that booked. So no. I might be flying. I might be flying solo. I hope that's not. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's Ralph. That's that's your guy. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Son of that's... a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Why do we never get on the same page? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, it is what it is. Um, 
yeah, I think that's all I got. I don't know if you got anything else, but uh, again, uh, I want to thank every, everybody for uh, participating in the calendar contest, uh, and you know, congrats to all the winners. Definitely. Um, what I got is uh, I actually was talking to uh, Chris Salemi today because okay. I was planning a trip. Uh, one of my friends is now the lead keeper of the Turtleback Zoo in New York. So I was planning a trip to go out and see her this weekend on Sunday. And then uh-huh. I was going to quick run across to the Bronx Zoo and check out that with Chris. But then I found out that the Bronx Zoo is not a quick drive from the Turtleback Zoo. It was like an hour and a half. So I had to cancel it. So he has said that I have a standing invitation for myself and my hobbit, which I assume that means you, to yeah. come, out, <laughs> come up to mess around with the rhinoceros up there. And then check out his collection. So we may have to schedule something to do like an NPR trip to the Bronx Zoo and try to see if anybody else in the area wants to go with or something like that. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that would be uh, that. pretty sweet. I told him uh, maybe when I get back from uh, vacation in Florida, from, uh, yeah. we can hook that up. Definitely. So, And then uh, obviously this weekend is the Hamburg Reptile Show. It's on Saturday. Uh I didn't know if you were going. Uh, I will go. I'm just attending. I don't have a table because I refuse to have a table in June or August up there anymore because it's too damn hot and I'm lazy. So um, (laughs) I don't want to do it. So I will be attending and uh, I hope to see everybody there. You'll probably find me uh, right around with the other guy, other Morelia tables, which will probably be uh, Eric Kohler's, Jason Balin's, Howard Redding's. Um, I'll also be at Matt Minitola's table too. I'll be popping between all those things. So there you go. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me, uh, I guess if that's all we got, I'll, uh, um, read out the list and we'll get the heck out of here. Um, to close it out. All right. So stay tuned for what's going to happen next week. <laughs> uh, as far as the show goes, uh, as far as us, Morelia Python Radio, you can check out our website, MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Um, you can send us an email at info at Morelia Python Radio. Check out our Facebook page uh, for all up-to-date, which as soon as the show is done, I'll post all the winners over there, and you know you can see them all in a group. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Morelia Python. Uh, if you listen to the show, you can listen. Just so everybody knows, we broadcast every Tuesday at 9 p.m., uh, uh. listen to it live. Um, <laughs> some people may not know, but, uh, every oh. Tuesday, oh, all right. okay. all right. <laughs> it's, uh, at 9 PM, uh, Eastern standard time. Uh, or if you don't have time to listen live, you can always listen, uh, that the, anytime, uh, on demand, if you will, uh, or you can listen to it on iTunes, the blog talk page, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you, uh, whatever you use, uh, just type in Morelia Python's radio and, and then, you should uh, have an archive of 300 plus shows that you can dive into and listen to our ramblings and whatnot. Uh, But if you have any questions or comments, suggestions, et cetera, you can send it to info at moreliapythonradio.com. If it has to do with Bowens and scrubs being out of the, out of the calendar next year and into the ecstatic category, send them all to. (laughs) No, don't you dare. I will forward them to you. Owen at <laughs> He never checks that email anyway, so. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and I tried to get in um, there like twice, and I couldn't figure it out, so I quit. So. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Woo. 
you're you're uh you're uh technically challenged that's uh, yeah a little bit that's more like frustrated easily (laughs) (laughs) oh there you go okay there you go (laughs) um uh, let's see what else. Uh, Reptilinks, uh, check those guys out, man. They got some cool stuff happening as of uh, the moment. Uh, and I think tomorrow is the cutoff for the month of August. If you want uh, shipping uh, for uh, this month, they uh, introduced. Uh, we talked about it uh, uh, last week. It was uh, leopard, no leopard gecko. It was gecko and lizard uh, scent. <laughs> It could be leopard gecko. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but it's going it's, uh, on the show, just buying them up and putting them in the blender. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, now we've started that. So. so, so now they got three scents going on. They got gecko, they got lizard, and they got frog. Um, so for all the uh, like uh, hog nose, I think the frog would be awesome. Uh, maybe candoya and stuff like that as well. Uh, you know, lizard and uh, gecko is probably going to do wonders for, uh, you know, Dominican red mountain boas and all that kind yep. of stuff. Would be uh, nice. I think of all the, uh, you know, the uh, all those boas down there on those islands and stuff, Jamaicans, Puerto Ricans, all that kind of stuff probably mm-hmm. uh, will do real well with this uh, scent stuff. So <clears throat> Antaresia, blackheads, you know, it's limitless. So reptilinks.com, check them out for, uh, uh, for what they have to offer. Um, and then, uh, myself, EB Morelia, check out my website, ebmorelia.com. Um, <laughs> funny thing, my breeding page yep. is now gone on to a page two, uh, because Jesus. I didn't realize that when you're putting it to like, eventually the website runs out of the page. So it had to move yeah. to page two. So, um, yeah, there's that. Yeah, that uh, happens. Yeah. <laughs> com. Uh, you can stay up to date with me on, uh, my Facebook page, EB Morelia, or you can check out, uh, my Instagram, uh, and Twitter as well. All EB Morelia. If you have a question or a comment, send it to Eric at EB com. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, what I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com, check out all the stuff we got hanging out over there. Uh, new babies will be added by the end of this week for sale. Uh, like I said, I am attending the Hamburg Reptile Show this Saturday. Uh, so if you have any babies that you want to be delivered to the show free of charge, just get in contact with us. Uh, you can also go on Facebook and look up uh, Rogue Reptiles at Facebook.com. We just updated all of the pictures on the Facebook page which kind of reflects all the animals that we currently have just kind of their own gallery. We are still adding more and it will be updated further along. And the next show that I'll be vending will be the October Tinley park reptile show. So we hope to see everybody there. And uh, that's all we got. And that's all we'll have for you guys this week. So we'll see you all back here next week. Same time uh, for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.